Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want to review it, I'm your host, DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movie news, some TV news, even some comic book news as well. This is the 54th episode of the podcast titled Triple M Semi-Finals. So, it thumbs up, thumbs down, a few things to go over. Um, first thing up is trailers, which is um, Disney's BFG. So this one is one of the... A cool, cool movie concept, to be honest. It really is about giants, and it's coming out on July 1st of this year. It has a lot of cool concepts. A trailer just came out for it this past week. Um, it shows that this giant that definitely grabs the girl is not the biggest giant out there. He's actually quite small compared to the other dudes. Um, you see the other giants come up to him, and it's like, wow, this dude is... Very, very small compared to other folks. It's it's very scary, to be honest. <laughs> Just seeing those folks out there is like, wow, dude, you're you're a tiny giant. Even though you're you're quite big as well. So it's kinda crazy to see that. Um the visuals on the giant's face look pretty amazing. His movements are so graceful for a giant, it's like wow, you could definitely get around the area without being seen, without being heard. And the fact that you have this little um, trumpet of sorts with you that you cover up lights with so no one can actually see you while you're in the dark. So it's kind of cool to see that come out. And it looks like a a nice um, conversion between that CG and live action. So it looks kind of cool. I can't wait to see this in theaters. I definitely give this one a thumbs up. It looks like a story that's very, very whimsical, but at the same time, it's not to a point where you can't tell, like, it's going to be a good, a good movie, so it should be awesome. Um, this one is made by Steven Spielberg, so it's kind of great to see that he's back in the, the helm again. So, the next trailer I have here is the a teaser trailer for Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. So, when I watched this trailer here, I wasn't too happy about it just because I was like, oh, there's a couple scenes here. I, I really like seeing Donnie Yen um, appear in here because he played a blind Jedi, quotation marks. I'm not sure if he's a Jedi or not, but he played one a blind member, and he looks kind of cool doing his moves. It looks pretty awesome. Everyone else looked okay. There's a lot of folks I didn't recognize at all, so it's like, oh, it's a new Star Wars film, so I, I want to see exactly what happens. It, it sounds like this is supposed to be like a... Ocean's Eleven kind of version of Star Wars because they're supposed to be the group that steals the the Death Star um, plans. So if you remember from the original trilogy, they mentioned that a, a team, a crack shot team, basically went in and got the plans for the Death Star, and that's how they were able to win in Luke Skywalker's time. So when he did that scene there, so it was kind of cool to see this happen. And it's like, alright, this is kind of a prequel sorts, and this prequel should, it looks better than the other one, two, three, and four prequels, so uh, it should be a cool cool movie. Um, I guess one thumbs middle, just because the trailer didn't really give much, which of course is a teaser trailer, but I kind of wish it had a little bit more of the story in it. So I, I can't wait for the next trailer to come out, so it could show me what exactly is going down, because from this trailer alone, I was kind of confused. I was like, oh, okay. 
So another movie in the Star Wars universe, there's no one else here that I know, nothing connected between this universe and the old universe, really, except for, like, the Death Star and the Stormtroopers, which they look back to the old times. So I was like, alright, that's it. But no one character that spans through the whole universe and be like, alright, yep, yeah, I can see that person there, this person there. It just... Okay, but at the same time, I kind of wish I had something like the, as an anchor of sorts. So that, that, that's my thoughts. But for me, yeah, Thumbs Middle is fine enough. So our next trail we have here is the Bye Bye Man. So this is uh, a um, horror movie that's coming out. It looks scary as crap. Um, when I actually watched this trailer, it came on when I was watching um, Hardcore Henry. So it came on before that, and... It did scare me. <laughs> There's a lot of moments where you could tell it was about to happen, but you're kind of waiting for it. It's like, all right, anticipation. Something's supposed to pop out. Nothing pops out. Nothing pops out. And then, bam, got you. I'm like, yep, all right. It caught me. I, I was waiting for it, and it felt like it wasn't going to come, but no, no, it did, really did. So this one's coming out June 3rd. Um, it's supposed to be based on like true, a, a true story of sorts, so who knows how much of the true story is based on, but it's supposed to be like a... A boogeyman-like character. And it's it's one of the things where it looks like it could be a new franchise that scares your pants off, basically. So I'm, I'm glad that there's more than just um, James Wan out there scaring people. That there's another company that could bring up the scary, make you kind of afraid, and make you want to wet your pants, basically. So it's, it's just one of those movies where it looks cool. You should definitely try, check out this trailer. Um, let me know if you'd like it or not. I'm not more of a horror guy. I'm more of an action comedy person. So, for me, it wasn't my thing. But, for what I saw so far, it looks like a cool movie. It looks like something that, you know, a lot of, you know, horror fans might like. So, yep. That's for that one. Um, the last trailer I have here, for thumbs up, thumbs down, is the Sidor- um, Neighbors 2 trailer. Uh, Sorority Rising. So... This one picks up exactly from the first one. Um, it's very, very hilarious. So far, this trailer's played a couple of times, and um, twice when I've watched the movies this past weekend. So, it's a big push going on for this movie. It looks funny. It really does look funny. Um, Seth um, Rogen's in there. Zac Efron's in there. Rose um, Burns back in there again. You add in other folks like... Um, a lot of females in there. It's, it looks kind of crazy. It looks kind of funny. Mostly everyone from the first one's back again. And it looks like there's going to be a lot of debauchery happening. Basically, Seth Rogen's character is trying to sell his house. And then the sororities um, come into the neighborhood. So you have things from the first one that's carrying over. So you try to get rid of them and get the expertise of Zac Efron's character. But then... You have a whole lot more things happening. It looks like they took all the great elements from part one and just added on to that, which is a great combination. Um, the first one was a good movie, and then hopefully the second was good as well. It looks like it's very, very funny. The jokes are hitting every single moment. Um, there's a lot of a lot of um, sexual jokes of sorts, which. It works out a lot, and it isn't overplayed. It works out very nicely where um, the funniest joke in this whole thing might have been the last couple seconds where 
the girls are on top of the car and he and the uh, Rose Byrne is wetting them all. It's like and the Seth Rogen's in the car like, no, no, you're not doing it. It's like something like that. I, I butchered the joke, but it's hilarious. It's like, oh no, stop. Oh no, stop. And he gets quieter. It's like <laughs> it, it just made me laugh. So um I can't wait this movie comes out. It comes out May twentieth. So it's right around the corner, to be honest. Um only about a month away. This movie looks hilarious. I give this one a thumbs up. Really do. So that's all for my thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, the next thing I have is this discussion. So basically what, what I'm hearing around the net and around a lot of sources that there's going to be a Spider-Man movie and it's going to be have a lot of folks that are involved in the Marvel Universe. So my question for this discussion will be, so the new Spider-Man movie include a ton of cameos. I'm going to list the pros of it. I'm going to list the cons of it. So, the pros. Um, pros of having many cameos in this movie is to help out the Spider-Man universe, which is not the best universe right now. It's been um, rebooted at least twice so far. So, you can tell it needs some kind of help. Um, having a few cameos in there could increase its um, selling factor. Just because you have things like Deadpool, which... It worked that well, especially if you have like one or two cameos. And with those cameos, they could play off of the main character pretty good. So that's probably a good pro right there. Um, another pro would be just having having another character you can link it to. Uh, knowing that they're in the same universe, having like a Captain America or an Iron Man or any other one of those Avengers pop up in there, lets you know, yes, this is in the same universe. Um, it's It reminds you of how great times are right now. Uh, that's another pro for that. Um, another pro could be the fact that having one or two extra superstars cannot hurt it too much. It, 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 it could only make it better than what it is right now. It's, it's something that you need it. You do need some kind of support system of some sorts, especially that he's a teenager and he's still trying to go through the ropes of everything, you know, being a superhero and bouncing out his life with other his um uh, superhero life. So having the like mentors would be a good thing, really be a good thing. Um, think about other cameos. Uh, that, that's probably all I could think about for pros, to be honest. For my thought process, there's going to be a lot of cons. Um, for me, I'm going to start with cons now. Um, cons would be that they'll have a Spider-Man universe that cannot hold its own weight. Uh, I like to have Spider-Man at least go his first movie without any cameos. Probably the second movie have like one cameo. And then the third and fourth one probably have one to two more cameos by other people. Um, I at least want to have at least one Spider-Man movie without any cameos alone. Um, just so I can see how strong can this character be by himself. You don't want an uh, instant where he needs to have a cameo for it to do any good at all. Uh, I, I like the way how they did it with um, the Captain America series. The first one had no cameos, which was good. The second one had uh, a few cameos, which helped out the movie quite a bit. And the third one has even more cameos, which I've heard that so far this movie's getting great traction. So that's what they should follow as well. They should have it where 
they might add in one or two and switch them out from movie to movie, but still yet, have where it's a short amount of cameos. You don't need too many cameos, especially for Spider-Man. Spider-Man's one of those characters where he's funny, he's um, a very strong character, he has a lot of villains in his arsenal, so you don't need to add on too many people. And it'll be kind of cool to go with the same thought process of having the the Sinister Six. That'd be a great storyline to do, and possibly do that over two movies. Um, have him go against like the first two of them, and then another two, and then Pi snitch sneaking like one or two more in each and every movie. So it's kind of cool to have all of them around for for the most part. Another kind will be just having where now the cameos outshine the character. So if you have someone like again, go back to Captain America, Iron Man. If you have someone like those two characters in their movie, they might outshine your Spider-Man. Even though Sony Pie never let that happen, it might happen. It, it could happen. Just because those two stars are bigger than Spider-Man, especially the characters playing, um, the guy he's playing, Spider-Man himself, he's not a well-known actor. So it'd be great to not have too much of a star power right against him because then they might overshadow him and it's like, oh, it's a Spider-Man movie. But like, no, not really. It's like... Spider-Man's in the background, and he has a couple minutes on the screen time. It'd be crazy. Um, for me, I prefer having it with no cameos. So, yeah, um, I believe those are the major pros and cons. I wish I could go more into it, but if I go more into it, I'll have to see this um, Civil War and see what kind of Spider-Man they will portray, just because you never know how how well he comes off on screen. Once I see this um, movie on May 6th, I'll be able to give you more thought process on it. For, but for now, that's a little dive into what I think should happen with this character. So, all right. Um, the next thing I have here is March Movie Madness. So, this is the semifinals that's happening right now. Um, so, we have a match between um, Week 1's winner, which is Zootopia, and Week 4's winner, which is Batman v Superman, Dawn Justice. Another matchup is Week 2's winner, which is 10 Cloverfield Lane, and then Week 3's winner, which was Midnight Special. So, for Match 1, these two movies are very, very close, neck and neck. Um, they both did pretty well. Um, Pi Zootopia did a smidge bit more. Um, it's been a slow... Not really slow, it's been a hidden... Um, gem of movie. Not many people know about it, um, and it's been making quite a lot of bank right now um, for what kind of movie it is. So it's an awesome animated movie. So if I had to choose between these two um, winners, who would win between each other? Um, unfortunately, well, not really unfortunately, surprisingly enough, I will pick Zootopia. Um, <laughs> a lot of folks who know me will be like, oh, snap, you're actually going against Batman v Superman? But if I'm going on watchability and something I can watch over and over again, I could probably watch Zootopia more than I could watch Batman v Superman. It's a, it's a great movie. Well, not great. It's a decent movie. It's one of those movies where the watchability factor is not up there. It's not as high as Zootopia. I could probably watch Zootopia like three more, three or four more times and not be tired of it at all. It's this a, a great story. Um, Jason Bateman plays a great Sly Fox. His voice is perfect casting for it. It's one of the stories where 
it has a lot of heart behind it. The animation is pretty good. It's it's a decent movie. It's it's one of those things where it doesn't disappoint you at all. So with, if I had to pick a winner between these two, it would be Zootopia. So um, matchup one goes to Zootopia. Um, matchup two um, between these two movies. That's a very hard choice as well. Ten Cloverfield was good. So is Midnight Special. But if I had to choose, I'd probably go with Min. No, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Had to change it up. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um, just because John Goodman, John Goodman's portrayal of that character was probably a awesome thing to watch. Um, he's on the side of creepy and helpful. And it changed so often, so quickly in that movie that it, it pulled at your heartstrings. It's like, oh, yeah, he's very, very smart. And then something else happened. It's like, oh, but he's very, very creepy. I had this discussion in my review of it. So it goes back and back and forth. So you're not really sure what to think about John Goodman's character until the very end where it's like, all right, you're on this side and you're here to stay. So it's it's definitely a crazy 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 ride for these two movies but if I had to choose it will be 10 Cloverfield Lane so next week's um, finals will be against 10 Cloverfield Lane and Zootopia so look out for that basically and that'll be the end of March Movie Madness and I'll probably figure out something else to do for the summer um, but yeah so far this March has been it's been a slow March just because there's a whole lot of things going on with with movies that in other other months and March hasn't been too much of a a movie going experience except for like one or two movies here and there, but man, that's just how it is sometimes. So this is actually the end of the episode. Um, you can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Your Reviews. You can email us at bringonyourreviews at gmail.com for any questions and inquiries you might have. You can find us on Twitter. At bring on reviews, use the hashtag bring on reviews for any comments, personal requests, um, even some personal reviews and suggestions. You can go find a website on www.bringonreviews.com for any movie reviews, trailers, and even this podcast as well. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dwight and C. That's D W I G H T A N T C. Again, that's D W I G H T A N T C. And you can email me at dc at bringonthereviews.com. And we catch your reviewers next time.